Hello, and welcome to the SIGCAST. My name is Manpreet Singh. Thank you for being with us. We are back with the Shabbat of the week. And with me, I have Inikar. Inikar, thanks for being with us again. Thank you, Manpreet, and Guru Fateh to you and to your listeners. Our Shabbat of the week this week is titled, Becomes Guru, Becomes Guru Oriented, Washes and Removes Ego. Inikar, please take it away. Thank you, Manpreet. <clears throat> so today's Shabbat is by Guru Amardas Sahib, and it's in Rag Basant. It's on page 1176 of the Guru Granth Sahib, Ang 1176. And so I begin. Spring arrives, flora blooms, consciousness connects with all pervasive. This fauna blooms. In this way, the mind becomes green, uttering all-pervasive, all-pervasive's nam, day and night, becomes guru-oriented, washes and removes ego. Rahal, reflect, listens to eternal guru's teaching and shabd loves eternal guru, this world becomes green. Fruits and flowers grow when you make them grow. Eternal guru discovered, then connected with the origin. You are the spring. The whole world is the garden. Nanak, Unique devotion is the complete fortune. In this, we have kept the word Shabd as Shabd because it has such depth and so many multiple meanings. Because Shabbat is also Guru. So literally, we have said it's literally the word. Popularly refers to the hymns in the Guru Granth Sahib. But we could have our entire discussion on just the word Shabd, what that really means. So this Shabd is about Basant, the spring. And um, we have the Barama of uh, Guru Arjun Saham and Guru Nanak Sahib also talking about the entire, uh, the entire seasons. But in this Shabd, it's only about Basant. And that is arriving. You know, and I think about it, how I feel when the snow has melted. It is as if the earth is waking up from her slumber. The flowers and trees awaken and they're coming back to life in the spring. Being a gardener myself, I wait for spring to see if the bulbs that I've planted in the fall, you know, have survived the harsh winter. I'm thinking about my bulbs all winter. And this spring, lo and behold, um, they all came out. They pushed through the soil to bloom. That was effort. It was just pure joy. They made it. And that's how I greeted the seasonal spring. But this is not that spring. And we know also in South Asia, there are lots of festivals that take place in spring. Basant or Basant. Basant Panchmi. Holy, Visakhi, all celebrating the arrival of spring. 
So spring is a very special time. It's a rejuvenation. It's a coming. It's joy. Wherever you look, there is color. The flowers are dancing. Birds are chirping. Uh, it's as if the streams are singing. It's neither too hot nor too cold. And this seasonal spring happens naturally, effortlessly. For Kudrat is operating in Hukam, and like everything in nature is operating in Hukam. This happens naturally. But this natural spring does not happen in us, in us humans. And the question then we must ask ourselves, is it because we are not operating in Hukam? Which leads me to, while I was uh, working on the Shabd, is I wonder what it will take for the spring to come within me. Can spring come within? Can it occur? I believe it can, because that is what is being revealed in this Shabd. Because Guru says, when spring arrives, everything blooms, including all living beings. And the mind connects with the har, the all-pervasive. And when the mind connects with the har, with the all-pervasive, and in that remembrance, the mind becomes green, meaning it blooms. There's a fragrance there. And as one listens and absorbs the teachings, the eyes see everything in the world as they everything is blooming. Because when you're immersed in Shabd, then one sees the Ikyunkar pervading everywhere. There's nothing else but the one you see. And then there is that realization when you're seeing every you're seeing the one creating everything that it is the Har, the all pervasive that makes everything grow, that makes everything happen. And effortlessly, when we are in that frame of mind, we connect with the Ikyunkar, the source, the light. But how does one reach the stage? It is when one becomes Guru-centered, when the teachings are and one listens and follows the teachings because the teachings are the waters that wash and remove ego. And it is this water that fertilizes the heart, nourishes the heart, and enables the flower of the heart to open and bloom so that we can become more beautiful. We are already beautiful for we have the light within us. But to become more beautiful, when that heart flower opens, the ikyunkar, the source, the light, when that light deepens, we feel that connection with the universe. We feel that connection with ikyunkar. And then those who have this intense devotion this connection, they are the fortunate and they are the ones that are blessed. Blessed are those 
who have the connection with the divine. Blessed are those who see the divine in all and everywhere. You know, after the Shabbat, I too um, have have been yearning for spring to come within me. But there is that uh, realization that I need to work on myself for I have to have the right temperament, neither too hot nor too cold. And then more than that, it is to be in awe and reverence to everything around me, to open my heart to love and beauty, to open my heart to love and beauty, and to feel the world through my heart, which is open, and to be in this constant amazement Seeing every flower blooming, every tree growing, every bird flying, and to embrace it all. To embrace that magnificence, that beauty, knowing fully well in that consciousness that it is the Creator that is doing this, and the Creator is within the creation, and the creation is moving in Hukam. And I am in the creation, and I want to move in Hukam. You know, the seasonal spring comes effortlessly and naturally, for it is in Hukam. And I truly want to be in that system, where the spring comes effortlessly and naturally within me. I want to take a little time and talk about going, oh, maybe later about the Barama, you know, about the spring, which Guru Nanak Sahib writes in Barama. And he says, he says, you know, the, I see the bumblebee humming. I see the flowers in the, in the woods. But there's sorrow within me because the one who I want is not with me. So how can I rejoice? How can I see this? And there's an anguish there. And then Pacha continues on to say, you know, the coil, the cuckoo bird is singing in the mango grove. And I hear the notes and it's full of joy. But there's still sorrow within me because I feel the separation. I'm not connecting with the universe. I'm not, con- I'm not in that hukam, in that feeling. I feel separate. And then he goes on to say the bumblebee is, is hovering and over the flowers. And he calls out to this mother, oh mother, this mind. I feel like it's death. There's so much sorrow within me. Because... I am not feeling the connection of the spring. I'm not seeing this. I'm not there. You know, and when I was I was working with the Shavad of Guru Amardas Sahib, I really wanted to go to see what Pacha was saying, Guru Nanak Sahib was saying. And when I was relating both of them, the state of mind of one who is not in that spring, the pain, the sorrow, and then of Guru Amrita Sahib, the joy, 
is incredible to be in this moment of, uh, you know, it could be this, it could be that. And for me, it was, what are you going to take from here? I said, I want to be in that bloom. I want to feel that separate. Because that separation, when I was reading of Guru Nanak's was too intense. It was painful. It was, how could I be so not there, not connected at all, when everything around me is rejoicing and blooming, and what am I doing? Why am I not doing that? You know, we went off on this one, but I, I just felt to understand or appreciate or connect with the magnificence of what Guru Amardasa was saying. One had to listen to what Guru Nanak Sahib was saying, to have both there in front of you on a platter, both are placed, and the choice is ours. Are we ready to bring the spring in our lives? And what will it take for us to bring the spring within us? So those are my thoughts on today's shift and prayed. Thank you for sharing those thoughts. It reminds me of us sharing or us changing our expectations for appreciation and, you know, your life will change. That's what a bunch of these life coaches and strategists teach you. So that's what the Shabbat reminded me of, like, how are you going to bring this spring in? How are you going to appreciate everything around you? Which is um, which is amazing the way Guru Amar Dasi puts it. And so my question, I guess, back is to you. It's my favorite question is then how do we bring this down to a children's level? How would you explain this Shabbat to, um, you know, not even like five, six year olds, but you know, up to twelve, thirteen, fifteen year olds? There's a lot of change happening in their lives, you know. Um, so how would you explain it to them? I think, you know, for me, the um, because when I planted those bulbs in the fall, I truly, my mind was on them. And those bulbs sat in the dark, waiting to bloom. The snow came, everything came. But inside them, everything was happening. And when the sun came out, and when the time was right, there was effort needed from them to push through the soil and come out. So we expect that the teachings to happen, you know, instant gratification. But the teachings take time to get within us. And then there's that effort needed because we have to go through all that within us for us to bloom. That would be one thing. And then I would also talk about how every, everything around us is joyous in spring. Look at everything around us. Everything is growing. Everything is blooming. Look at the color. Do you want to be in that joy, in that happiness? What do you need to do? And then the other thing is, who is the creator? Who do you think is creating to ask the children the question? Yes, the gardener, but ultimately the gardener can plant the seed, the bulb. The gardener doesn't know whether it's going to grow or not. You know, the water has to be right. The sun has to be right. A storm can come. 
and change everything around. So connect to connect with them with nature. And then the joy is that if you want to feel this continuous joy, this continuous blooming for a sick, then what do you need to do? It is when you have the Shabbat within you. Because what is the what does the Shabbat do? It helps you to nurture and sustain. And it's the life-giving source. And, you know, we talk about the, the water um, because here it is, you know, everything grows and you grow. And the way you grow is because the teachings are like the water. They are the Amrit that flows in you. And as the Amrit keeps flowing, you get nourished and you bloom and you grow. And so, you know, there's a lot you can, depending on the age, um, you can talk about. You can also talk about that with them is, you know, what does water do? Well, water cleanses. Uh, water removes things. Water makes everything nice. So that's the outside water. But what is the water within you? The water within you, where does that water come from? And what does that water do? So that water cleanses what gets rid of the, you know, hopefully the ego and the qualities of anger and jealousy and not sharing. That is what these teachings do because they are the water and they are going to make you grow and bloom. There are multiple things that, um, you know, a parent or a grandparent or a educator can speak to a child on about this because very visible. I would also, uh, you know, on this one, love for the children in the spring to plant something, you know, just have a pot of their own. You don't need a garden. Pots uh, have a, pl- uh, you know, just a pot on their own and they they are responsible for that. Let them be responsible for what, uh, watering it every day and nurturing it and looking after it. And you'll see how attached they get to it. They want to do it. They don't. They don't want to forget, and that's the seed you want to plant in them. That connection. Thank you for that. That was um, that was great advice and uh, great insights into connecting with the children. Inigar, thank you very much for um, explaining the Shabbat to us once again. Always a pleasure, everyone who wants to see the Shabbat, read the Shabbat, and listen to it in the rag it's supposed to be in, please log on to sikri.org. Click on the Experience tab. You can see all our Shabbats of the week there. Nikar, once again, thank you very much for sharing this. Thank you, Manpreet, and uh, Guru Fateh to you and to your listeners. Until next time. <laughs>